Welcome back again for episode nine. How you feeling, man? Number nine. It's like this is real now. Is, <laughs> we got we got some reps in. I like it. Almost in double digits. Feel like a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So exciting day today. Um, I we got a message, and uh, we'll name this person E, anonymous listener, and E writes that. She wants to hear us discuss balancing self-care as a people pleaser, setting boundaries with ourselves and with others as it pertains to pleasing. Um, We're going to get into a little bit of the difference between giving and pleasing and how that affects us. I didn't think it was funny because she mentioned in her message she wasn't sure if this is something either of us could relate to. So, uh, E, that would be the understatement of the podcast so far. We can definitely both relate. E, I'm going through it right now, actually. And so, yeah, this was a great question, and I thank you for bringing it to us, to our attention. So, um, with that, do you so want just, to just take to, it off? Yeah, just to break it down, like what, when someone says people pleaser, what does that bring up? For you, what does that mean to you? I please be, I'm pleasant. Whatever that means Mm -hmm. um, to them or in this situation that um, my presence might be pleasant or, you know, just listening to them while they vent might have been a pleasant moment or a pleasant feeling for them. For me, pleasing is bringing pleasance um, to somebody. Okay. Um. And I like, I enjoy, it's just part of me pleasing anybody who's important to me in my life. So sure. friends, family, loves. Um, right. So it is a big deal for me, and that's kind of how I feel about it. How about you? Uh, the same way, I think I really focus on if there's a group of people or I'm with someone else, I want everyone who I'm around to feel comfortable, to feel happy, to feel heard. So whether that's, a, whether that's a group or one individual, I want the energy in the room to be positive and flowing. So, like I said, there's some good aspects to that where we are giving and we're showing love to someone else by wanting to please them and make them happy. But I think when I really hear people pleaser, that comes with a little bit of when we're giving, we're doing things for others, that comes from joy, that comes from within, that comes from love. And that is given freely and willingly because we want to. Mm-hmm. So I think when I hear the term people pleaser, it's a little bit more, to me, it just sounds a little bit more like I'm trying to make myself a certain way to make someone happy. So it kind of sounds to me like it's a little bit more of a job or something I need to do, something I feel like I have to do to make other people want to be around me. So do you prefer being called a giver Rather than a people pleaser? When I'm doing it, not the right way, the wrong way, but when I'm doing it in a way that feels good to me, mm-hmm. I'm giving. When I'm doing it in a way that's draining to me, I feel like I'm trying to please. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, no, no. I understand. Um, how do you tell what that difference is? Like, yeah. give me an example because <laughs> it, it's very close, right? And for the listeners, sure. like people might want that clear-cut description of giver versus pleaser how do you i mean you would think you're always trying to do it for the right intentions and the right reasons right so 
just give me an example of that. I think it could go different ways. I think a lot of it would probably depend on the other person. Mm-hmm. So if it's someone I really love and I'm close with, you know, I have a really close relationship, whether that be with you or with you know, my wife, like that's something I always want to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever feel like I'm trying to please in that sense. Um, I would say there's sometimes maybe where someone can feel a little codependent mm-hmm. a little bit where there's always a problem, there's always something wrong, there's always something to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, it becomes more of a drain. Mm-hmm. Whereas like for the most part, people that I'm really close with, they take care of their own shit. Mm-hmm. But if there's a problem or something's up, well now I, I know there's something wrong and I want to be there to help and to take care of that. So sometimes if it's just kind of the over and over and over again, I can feel a little drained with that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it has to do with how I'm feeling. Yep. If I've got a lot of stress going on, work's really busy, family stuff, money stuff, I don't feel like I have that to give. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I still feel like there's a responsibility or an obligation for me to do that. <laughs> I completely agree. I think... Uh... And we've talked about this and we've had this conversation many a times how I I just always want to do for others. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just part of my persona, one of my, right. you know, characteristics that I, I hold high of. I I always want the people in my life to know that I'm there for them. However I can be as it pertains to what they need. Mm-hmm. Um and so I don't put a bad connotation okay. on people pleasing, but I completely understand where you're coming from with that. I um, I just, I was talking to my cousin recently and kind of made me smile a little bit because it's how I, I felt, you know, for a while now. But he said he's at a point in his life where he's just trying to make sure, like, he wants to bring joy upon everybody mm-hmm. else. And... For me, that's important. That's important yeah. seeing my friends, my sure. family, my loved ones smile or laugh yeah. when I know what they're going through or they are going through a bunch of stuff um, on top of the world that we live in. You know, mm-hmm. every day it's just some kind of either struggle or, you know, fight with work or finances or whatever, you know. So um, for me, I just, I, I really enjoy being able to be a light in somebody's day even if it's just a glimmer you know yeah it's a really powerful personality trait to be able to like you said to want to do that Mm -hmm. it's powerful it's awesome Mm -hmm. i think what he was trying to get at is we don't want to lose that yeah but just finding that balance if we don't feel like we have it to give Mm -hmm. or we don't we're not doing it out of love Mm -hmm. what's the balance in refilling ourselves before we keep trying to give to others because if we keep just trying to give, 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 eventually we're going to run low. we got to build ourselves back up. So if we're going through a stretch where we are doing a lot of that, a lot of the giving, mm-hmm. what's the balance, the way to get over the feelings of guilt if there's maybe a period of time where we can't give? And yeah. and that's tough and that's on a individual by individual basis. Um, we all have different coping me- mechanisms of how we deal with things. Um, eat. I will tell you, it's one of the things that I have not figured out. <laughs> I wish I could. Anybody who's listening, if you have a a consistent way that works for you, please call in and let me know. But um, 
I I kind of talked about it in a previous episode where for me it's all about kind of finding my balance before and or after. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, for the last what seems like two months, I've just been running around. I've not gotten back into my routine. Um, and now I have to head back home and then I have friends visiting right now mm-hmm. and I have, I have so many Jeff in, yeah. situations that I want to be in and can't be there for all. So, um, basically I'm struggling right now. I yeah. don't know where to find the balance and I'm close to just shutting down mm-hmm. so that I can try and, you know, step right. out to find it, but as we talked about on last week's episode, I believe I can't find that time. So yeah. I know I need to um, definitely take a moment to meditate sometime this evening or tomorrow morning um, and just try and calm everything down because it's hard, man. I don't, it's overwhelming is a real thing. That's sure. a real thing. And, you know, I I feel it often, and it's hard to shake. Sometimes are easier than others, but I don't know. How about you? Have you figured out any? Well, I think it's tough because it's always going to be fluid mm-hmm. based on, like you said, what we're dealing with. If we have a lot going on, we've got less of that to give. Mm-hmm. Of course, we talked a lot in the last episode about how to fill ourselves back up when we're feeling low. But that can be really hard, I mean, and I don't have a great answer for it either you know if I am feeling low how to explain that in a way that I don't feel guilty Mm -hmm. because my tendency is to just to say nothing and just kind of turtle up and go into my shell and heal it on my own without saying anything hope it goes away yeah yeah (laughs) that's that's always been my (laughs) go-to yes I I've been there I've been there for a long time so I think another part that she mentioned was how to set up some healthy boundaries Mm -hmm. with people and boundaries is one of those words I feel like has gotten thrown around a lot in in recent in the last couple of years as you know self care and and maybe we don't understand what that word really means. It, it, the best way I heard it described, uh, it was on uh, Christine Hassler's podcast. Another like really, she's a, a a good great coach and she does like coaching calls on her on her podcast, or, like a half hour long. A great great listen if anyone wants to check that out. Well, one thing, the illustration that she gave <clears throat> that stuck with me says, you look at boundaries as a screen door. You don't want the door, the sliding glass door, everything completely open for the flies mm-hmm. and bugs and weeds and grass to blow in to your house. But you don't want to shut the, the, the slider door completely because then you don't get to enjoy the breeze and the sound of the birds. So when you have a boundary with someone, it's just the screen door. And it can allow the good things in that you enjoy but just enough to keep the things out that you don't want in. So I think sometimes we, we get a little confused with the boundaries. We need to put like a blockade up mm-hmm. or get a bunker mm-hmm. <laughs> going between us and that other person or that other situation. But really it's just we still want that flow through, whether it be with a person or a situation. We still want that flow through happening, but we need to set up something so if there is a negative effect on us or it's a little too draining, we're able to keep those negative aspects of that out. Uh, so I always say that was the best illustration of what a boundary actually is. I I love that. That's that's perfect right there. Um, boundaries are becoming more of a thing as self care, mm-hmm. you know, grows over the years, and it's it's good to see because you know for so long there, 
people didn't have boundaries. It was just, you know, I expect you to do this or I expect you to, you know, we, mm-hmm. we feel expected to do things. And now it's, you know, a soft no, not a hard no, right. but it's like, for me, I've, I've overcome that guilt for the most part and I'm okay with saying no mm-hmm. or not no, like flat out no, but I'm just okay with saying, listen, I got a lot to do yeah. and I can't make any promises, but I doubt that I will, you know, be able to be there or, you know, just communicating as um, I've talked about the last probably five to six years, I've been a better communicator. Mm-hmm. I think that that matters. Once you can communicate things, it helps you to not feel that guilt. Um, and that's worked for me when I've been able to mm-hmm. employ it. But yeah. I'm not sure if I've had like a great example of myself actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I like what you said, like just being honest with the person and, and, and the situation. So when, when that mm-hmm. happens for you, you, you just try to be upfront and honest and say, you know, I, I would like to, but I'm not going to be able to this situation. Is that kind of your... Yeah, yeah. Just like, listen, I... You know, I, everybody knows that I always have so much going on. So I think I kind of have just taken that and accepted it mm-hmm. for myself. You know, I always want to be here, there, and everywhere. I think the term they use is FOMO. <laughs> you know, fear of missing out. But um, I used to, I used to be very afraid that if I, not afraid, but I just worried that if I wasn't able to be there for somebody maybe they didn't think our friendship mattered and for me that matters because Mm -hmm. all my friendships matter individually group wise everything I have such a great relationship with each individual in my life so I never want any anybody to feel less than you know Mm -hmm. maybe not less than but just not important sure you know uh, that's a big deal for me. So, so what are some things that you do if you feel like you you got a lot of things going on? Someone's asking for something else, or someone needs something from you. What are some things you do to kind of check in with yourself to be honest with yourself first, or whether that's something you can handle or take on? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I <laughs> I kind of employ your strategy where. I'll I'll be silent for a minute mm-hmm. because I don't want to say anything too fast that I might have to take back. Yeah. See, that's one thing that I don't like to do is take back. <laughs> yes, I can. I'll be there right. and then go check something mm-hmm. and then oh wait, no, I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've become a and this is part work but part life. I've become better with marking things on the calendar. So in that moment of not responding, I am assessing what I think I can fit into a schedule. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if it's if it's a day thing, if it's a one day thing or, you know, a couple hours thing, where can I fit that in in this busy weekend? If I cannot fit it in. Listen, I want to give you I think this is a big thing. Let me tell you, I want to give you all the attention that I possibly can, and I do not have it over the course of this day or the course of this weekend, and that's not fair to you. Yeah. So 
can we have this discussion or conversation after when things slow down for me or before if I have, you know, some leeway leading up. Um, and as long, I mean, it's genuine, right? Like, I do want to give you all my attention. I don't, I don't want to be, you know, midway through a story or midway through, right. a, you know, helping you doing something and, oh, I got to go. Right. You know, I think that's shitty. So right. for me, just communicating, man, taking a minute to scan over where I can find this time to mm-hmm. do so-and-so. Yeah, I think that's an important part that you said. If it, you can't offer another time mm-hmm. or another day or another thing, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the, the situation is, offer an, an alternative to the one that doesn't fit. And I think that's an important piece in letting someone feel that like they are still important, that you do care for them and want to be involved with them or do X thing with them. But just right now, it it doesn't work. I always remember back when I was dating, if, if a girl canceled a date and she offered, say, oh, I, something came up, but how about Tuesday instead? Oh, okay. You know what? She's still She's still interested in me. She still wants to go out with me. There was genuinely something that came up. But if she just said, sorry, something came up, not going to be able to make it tonight, and that's it, well, that's it. That's it. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) I get it. Although, interesting enough, my current wife did that to me for our second date, and it worked out. So maybe not all the time, but (laughs) for the most part. (laughs) Oh, no. Just to, to make that person feel important, Okay, this doesn't work, but here's something that that can't. And even if that doesn't work out for them, at least they still know you care. Yep. And they can't be mad. I mean, if this is genuinely a true friend, a, a good person in your life, you can't get mad if somebody doesn't have, you know, the time for you right now. I think as we all grow older and more mature and wiser and have kids and families and this and that and third time is hard to find i um i I was just talking to one of my best friends the other day and you know we're both just like damn man we got to be better about checking in and it's Mm -hmm. like i have to tell him i'm like dude don't ever feel like (laughs) any kind of way like i don't feel any kind of way like Honestly, social media helps me keep up with people, even Mm -hmm. though, you know, it's just photos. But you at least know, have an idea of, okay, like, they look, they look good. The the kids look good. The, you know, everybody looks healthy, so-and-so. And, you know, some people tell their stories verbally. Some people are more verbal than others. So that's helped me a lot. But I'm just like, listen, time now is so hard to come by as we get older. We just have so many tasks on a daily basis, you know? And mm-hmm. so I think we just have to, I think it's the fear of not giving or the fear of not pleasing that you feel some individual will be disappointed in you. Right, and I feel that's probably at least 90% of the time going to be something we're feeling internally. Mm -hmm. Because if we look at that, if someone, you know, has to cancel something with us or says they they can't help us with a certain thing, do we ever, like, get upset at that? No. Pretty rare. Yeah. Right? Like, we understand. We get it. Yeah. So that feeling when we're worried or fearful about someone's going to think about us, Mm -hmm. that's more an internal view that we have of ourselves that we're portraying 
onto this other person. Mm-hmm. It's not probably not real. <laughs> no, no, we. Be, I, I don't know. I don't understand why we let our initial internal feelings control our mental. You know why we do that. Why, why do you think we do that? Why do you think it takes over so much? I think it always usually comes back to that feeling of that I'm not enough. Yeah. And even though we have, we all of us, a lot of us have well-meaning, good parents, I think we're just, we're taught that inadvertently early from an early age that the more we do, the more we achieve, the better grades we get, the better we do in school, the better we are at sports, the more love and affection and attention that we get. And so when we don't do something, we feel like we failed. And maybe that attention, that love from our parents goes down mm-hmm. a little bit because we didn't make the team or we got an F. And it's 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 no one's fault, Yeah, but I, it happens. And I think that teaches us from a very, very early age that if I do, I'm worthy of love and I'm accepted and I'm cool. And if I don't, it gets taken away. And I think we that sticks with us and we play that out in our minds over and over and over again. And so when it comes to having to say no to someone for a good reason, for ourselves, that still sticks. And we feel like, I know I do this, if I, if I say no, I'm not enough. And the love that I share with this person, the relationship I have with this person is going to suffer because they're going to not going to view me as enough. So let me ask you a question. So you think it sounds, I'm not saying you think it sounds as though it is an insecurity of, mm-hmm. of ours. For sure. So you'd say it's a childhood insecurity yeah. and it can be learned, you know, all throughout life. It's not just when we're kids, but I think mm-hmm. that's where it kind of gets ingrained. Unfortunately, uh, we, we learned that we learned that early. So, because, and I'm sure you've met at least one, as I have, as I'm sure most people have, that say they are completely secure with themselves. Do you think that oh, they're lying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do agree. I think it is. You know, it does go back to childhood. I think any trauma insecurities can be traced down or back to an earlier stage in life. Uh, our minds just weren't mature enough to mm-hmm. be able to process things and be able to deal with things. And so, you know, for whatever genealogical reason that sticks with us, man, mm-hmm. it just, it and, is us. And two, we can become, you know, the ego can kind of be a tricky thing where even though we're giving and we're doing for other people, our ego gets attached to that and we become self-identified with, I'm a giver. Mm-hmm. I'm a people pleaser. This is what I do. This is how I fulfill my, my, my purpose. This is what makes me worthy. Mm-hmm. And so when we're not able to and we feel guilty about it, it's just our ego being disappointed that I'm not what I think I am. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. It's such a... <laughs> It's hard to grasp, man. It's hard to grasp. Like, I hate that feeling. It's one of my yeah. insecurities. Sure. Um, I'd say openly. I just, I don't like to say no the mm-hmm. same way I don't like to ask for help. 
Oh, yeah, I'm with you on that one, too. <laughs> you know, and I, I always think it's just me, but when I have these conversations with you or, you know, when our listeners like E call in and, you know, say they have the same issues, it's, it's a lot of us, man, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say no. It's mm-hmm. okay to, to take care of yourself first and only in the moment so that you can make these decisions that, you know, lead to fulfillment for both you and your friend or family or whoever it is that needs you in that time. Yeah, so I think we should all remember that. If it, that fear that we're feeling is just inside of us. Mm-hmm. We might have, I'm sure some of us have that friend where they are going to get pissed off at us if we don't do the thing they want to do or not yeah, there. Yeah, of course. And that person's a dick. Like, of course. <laughs> that's not a good friend. Of course. <laughs> so we got to remember that too. There are, there are those, those uh, people out there that, that aren't aware and will react negatively to that. But if we got someone that really cares about us and we have a love between the, the, the two and a strong bond, there's always understanding. Mm-hmm. There. And so that insecurity, that fear of not saying yes is just our thing. Yep. And I think we gotta accept that. And that's okay. We all have it. Yep. It's okay. We just we get we just need to realize what it is. I think mm-hmm. that's the most important distinction for me. I have that thing. I just need to realize that it, it's mine. It's yep. not the other person. That other person is not making me feel guilty for not doing this or not being there, whatever it might be. That's mine. Yep. And if I want to put that there, that's my choice, but I need to own that decision that I'm making. So don't don't parlay my view of myself on someone else. Mm-hmm. And I love that that's where you went with it because that's a perfect transition into the um, other part of E's question. Um, she said she has a hard time knowing when it's appropriate to put herself first without feeling selfish. Mm-hmm. So, as you say, that's mine. Don't try to take it and portray it as whatever else you want to portray it as. How do you go about that without feeling selfish? Without feeling like, you know, I am just all about me right now Mm -hmm. and only me right now. I think it's just important to do, and this is where I feel having a meditation practice being conscious and aware of our actions, making sure we can remove ourselves from our thoughts as our as ourself is really important because we need to do honest check-ins mm-hmm. with ourselves because it, it you know it is super easy to get wrapped up mm-hmm. in myself. I do this a lot too where it's like I have my schedule. I like I have my whole day planned out when I get up. And if something interferes with that, I get a little bit out of shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like what do you mean I'm uh, I'm going to eat lunch a half hour late. Well, then I'm going to be to the gym a half hour late. I'm going to get home a half hour late. That just throws my whole day off. and I'm, I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do that. But that's being selfish yeah. because I'm wrapped up in me. Yeah. But if I can sit back and have a real honest check-in with myself, what am I feeling? I'm, I'm feeling resistance to this thing. Whatever this is, where is that resistance coming from? Mm-hmm. Is it coming from the fact that I just want to do what I want to do? I don't want to deal with this. Okay, well, that's that's being a little selfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might need to do that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Or is that coming from a place of, I have a lot of things going. I feel drained. I feel distracted. I do not feel present. 
with all the things that I'm trying to do and hold on to at the moment. If I add another thing in, I'm going to be even more distracted and more all over the place, less present, less joy, less being able to give what I want to. Mm-hmm. So just, we just got to be really, really honest with yep. ourselves and be able to just have those check-ins, stop. I'm feeling resistance to something mm-hmm. and figure out where that resistance is coming from. Mm-hmm. How about you? What do, what do you think? I I like that word you just used where you said, you know, um, just just pause and be honest with yourself. Um, listen, it's okay to be selfish. Absolutely. It's okay to be selfish. Um, everybody's selfish at some point. We need to. And you okay. absolutely need to be. Um, if you're not selfish, then you will get drained. You will be overwhelmed. You will, it will be too much for you and you will get, you know, I hate to use a word. I, I'm not going to say depressed, but you, you just feel sadness that you feel low. You feel, Mm -hmm. you know, you just don't have the gas in the tank. Right. So, um, selfishness is not a negative connotation. Don't take it as such. Um, as, as it pertains to an individual asking for, you in whatever way they need you, I think it would be overly selfish if I think it's selfish when you say, I don't want to do it just because I don't want to do it. Sure. Right? Sure. Like you said, if you have a legit reason, then and that's gonna take a certain amount of energy, then it's genuine. And that's not selfish. That is that is listen, I know myself. I know how full or empty I am, and I know what I can and cannot give. And if I can't give that, I can't give that. It's right. nothing to do with you. It's just me personally. I've, you know, it's I'm still practicing on it. I'm constantly practicing on it because I cannot get it down. But yeah. being honest with myself, and in turn being honest with everybody else. Yeah, it's tough to do because our energy, and I say energy, not like. Do I have the energy to, to run this race? But yeah. just my, my energy level to give energy to someone else. It's not an exact science. It's not, it's not like a dollar amount. Mm-hmm. You know, but maybe that's a way we can kind of look at it. Like, is our what are what is our bank account at? Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, I'd really love to take that trip to Bermuda with you, but I can't afford it right now. Mm-hmm. And no one's going to give you a hard time about that. You're no, just, you're just being honest. Absolutely. So the same way when it comes to emotional, mental giving to someone. Man, I'm sorry. I'm I'm running a little low. I don't have that to give right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but how about next week? You know, again, just offer that alternative. That, that alternative. Yeah. But again, just just being really honest and look at that. Our energy levels is just as our bank account. Mm-hmm. If it's there, we want to spend it. Hey, go for it. Enjoy. But if you don't have it, you don't have it. And that's okay. And again, it comes back to communication. Just communicate, people. I can't express that enough. Communication means everything. Um, you know, if you if you text someone versus calling someone, mm-hmm. something may come off as passive aggressive sure. or annoyance, and you don't know that without hearing from the person. Mm-hmm. Talk talk to people. We, we have to go back to the days of just talking to one another. Right. 
and understanding that, hey, thank you. I appreciate you at least responding. I, I love that response. Thank you. I appreciate for you. I appreciate you responding. Yeah. But isn't it interesting that our first human inclination when something like that comes up is to just make an excuse? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Instantly. Oh, shit. What do I got to do? <laughs> right. That's always our first inclination. Yeah. It's, it's a human thing. It's just what we it do. It is. But I always think there's a way when you're being really honest, the truth just sounds and feels different to someone. You know, so if we're making up an excuse, oh, sorry, I'm really busy. I got a couple things going on. Uh, you know, sorry, I can't make it. Okay, well, we'll probably that person will probably let it go. Not mm-hmm. a big deal. But the honesty comes first with ourselves, like we talked about. We do that honest check-in with ourselves. Resistance comes up. Be honest about where it's coming from. And then just relay that honesty to the other person. Mm-hmm. And that, I usually find that when we get really real, like that and just lay it all out there for someone else it hits that same point in them and so if we're really honest with someone you know just for example like you know I'm I'm sorry I, I got a lot of stress going on I'm struggling with, with family and work mm-hmm. and I just I, I feel drained and I honestly just don't have that to give right now mm-hmm. it's going to hit that reflection point in the other person as well and they're going to feel that and then they can go you know what? I felt that too. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yep. You know, I think that just comes, it's going to come across a lot better to the, to the other person as well as yourself. And yep. can even, in truth, bond you a little bit closer by doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I. Okay. So sorry about that. We, uh, we, we started, we were, uh, having a conversation about uh, album releases and, and basketball, NBA playoffs. So we started recording a little bit late and uh, my wife got home. You probably heard the, the door open there if I didn't get to edit that out correctly. <laughs> so we left off talking about just being honest first with ourselves. Then we're able to relay that honesty to the other person and have that you know, understanding and, and, and bonding moment with them. Just a, um, yeah, no, just honest conversation. Once you're honest with yourself, you're honest with the other person. There's just a lot of genuineness going on there. Um, and I, I can't stress enough genuine honesty. All that stuff matters to me, especially that stuff matters. Um, when deciding if someone's loyal versus unloyal or not worth, you know, the time. Because really, when someone is asking something of us, it's really just to feel that connection mm-hmm. with us. And so even if it's something we can't do, we can't give, if we can just give that raw, honest answer, mm-hmm. it's going to create that connection anyway. And they're going to be able to feel benefited and loved and close to us simply by us be, just being able to be honest. Absolutely. Because what's the one thing everybody hates? A liar. Yep. <laughs> Nobody wants that. So, I mean, and don't get me wrong. It especially, you know, I'm noticing a difference from the East Coast to the West Coast of yep. like copping out. That's a different level. You know, like that's a whole different thing. I think um, that goes to not knowing how to handle the situation without feeling genuine without feeling that honesty right 
and um so it it's even different on that level but like if you're going to be a liar consistently to right. everybody then that's when you start to realize people don't want to be around you right and by being honest we allow ourselves to be seen mhm and we allow that other person to feel seen as well whereas if we're making up an excuse that person feels like that's not real and they don't feel seen they don't mm-hmm. feel understood mm-hmm. by us cuz we all want to feel loved but we also really want to feel seen yeah and sometimes we're scared that if i'm truly seen i won't be loved but it's always ends up being the opposite mm-hmm. the more we allow people to see our true self the more love we're going to get and the more love we're going to build and so i said any in any interaction with someone else it really just goes to those two things. Whether we're able to do the thing that they want, be where they want us to be, it's just a way to feel connected, to feel loved, and to feel seen. So we can still give that even if we can't do the thing that they're asking for. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel when you can't do the thing? When you're on the other end of it, how do you feel? Um Boundary, boundary wise, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we, we talked about boundaries a little bit in the beginning. We were kind of being generic and, and yeah, uh, a little, little cliche in what we were saying. Um, so we thought maybe it would be a good idea to share some ways to set up a boundary with someone. Maybe we've got a family member or a, a friend, a loved one that does do a lot of taking, mm-hmm. <laughs> that needs a lot of caretaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we don't want to shut that person off. But we do want to set up a healthy boundary so we can still enjoy the relationship benefiting from from both sides. So, I don't know, it's tough to pick an, an example, but, but I, what, what do you think? And listen, that yeah. one's <laughs> difficult because that's where you can be honest, but you still walk away feeling shitty, right? right. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is somebody that you care deeply about and that they care deeply about you. And so, when they need you, you know they really need you. It's not like it's not like they're lying. It's not right. like they're full of it. Like they need you. Um. Honestly, that's where you have to. It, it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's, right? yeah, it's yeah, easier yeah. said than done. I mean, I I like. Not that I like, not that it's an excuse, but I like just explaining my energy level. Listen, I don't like, I want to be able to help you again. I can't today or tomorrow. Like, you know, I need to set a time, set aside a time when I have that energy because there are certain people that just need your full tank. Right. And it's so difficult amongst the other things that you have going on. So when I say take that time, I mean, if I have a day where I legit have nothing planned, one of my days off Mm -hmm. where, you know, I might just go for a hike or run with Zai, Mm -hmm. with my dog, you know, I might dedicate the next couple hours to an individual because I know I have it to give. And if I wasn't, gonna give it i was just going to be selfish with myself so um i mean like i said easier said than done sure i don't know 
do you have another way to go about it? Well, I just think if we have that one person in our life that is kind of a big energy suck, mm-hmm. it's probably because we've allowed them to do that and increase that over the course of time. So to get that back to a healthy place, it's probably going to have to be a little uncomfortable for a little bit. And we're going to have to accept So that. just raw, honest, I have to take a break from you. I, I need to take a step back. Okay. I love you. But I can't be there all the time for everything. Yep. I do need my space and my autonomy from whatever. Because if, it, if it's at that point, we've allowed it to get there. Yes. So we got to try to get that toothpaste back in the tube. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Which can, I, which can be tough. So it, we, I think if we're going to set up a boundary with someone that we need to walk back, mm-hmm. we do have to accept it's going to be a little awkward for a bit. Yeah. And we're going to feel a little bad about it because we are empathetic. We are caring. We, are, we, we, are, we love and care for this person. We mm-hmm. don't want to hurt them. We're just trying to keep our relationship in a healthy space for both of us. And if we're the only one that sees that, we got to bear the weight of breaking the bad news. <laughs> it's, it, it's interesting to me. Why do we... Why do we care... How do I want to word this? Yeah. We care so much for everybody else except for ourselves when we feel this fear of, oh shit, like, how's this going to impact our relationship, or our right. friendship? Why do we do that? What I, is that? I think it goes back to the ego being identified with this is who I am. I'm a giver. I'm understanding. I'm a good listener. I take care of my people. I'm there for people. And I'm so self-identified with that that if I do something to the contrary, I have an identity crisis. And I feel guilty about it. And I feel awful because I'm not who I thought I was. And in truth, none of us are anything. We're only just this moment. So whatever we're feeling in this moment, we need to be honest with that. And not be so self-identified with who we think we should be who we want to be, how something looks, how it sounds. Just have to be honest. Like in this moment, I am tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in this moment, I'm exhausted. In this moment, I'm cranky and I don't want to be around anybody. Yep. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that we're not a giver and we're not loving and we're not caring. Because overall, if you're listening to this, we probably are. Mm-hmm. But again, it just goes back to that honesty. In this moment, I'm not. <laughs> and we've got to give ourselves the grace to accept that. Agreed. Um, would you say that would you say that your daily practices, your mindfulness practices help you to be able to chop down that ego? Or not chop it down, but at least control it? Not control it, maybe, but identify it. Okay. So I, I can identify it quicker. Okay. And sometimes I, I get real caught up in it and I can't. But for the most part, I can take that moment just to sit, feel that, and realize where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. I say, I always look at it. It's, it's just, I think we only have two emotions, love and fear. Mm-hmm. And so we're feeling fearful. We feel the resistance in our bodies with something. And so having those practices to separate thought from self, I can look at the resistance and figure out where it's coming from. If it's coming from my body, my soul, then that's something I got to listen to. 
and I got to pay attention to. And if it's coming from some fear <laughs> of, of something else, then that probably means that it's, a, it's I'm identified with some part of my ego that I'm having trouble letting go. So it's, it's, it's much easier to identify that quicker for me. Now, fixing that, whole other, whole other story. But the identification of where it's coming from, I think, is the most important part. Okay. And so that's what I have to work on because I feel so strongly one way or the other always. Mm-hmm. My model's always been go big or go home, yeah. right? So, I mean, I love so strong. I resist so strong. Mm-hmm. And like they say, a thin line between love and hate. I think there's a very thin line between love and resist. Because, I mean, I resist the urge that I have to give Mm -hmm. because I know I can't. But I love so much the feeling of giving that I feel like I can. Right. And so because both of them I do so extreme... It's so hard for me to find that middle ground and middle balance. And I think, like you said, I need to figure out a way to identify it faster. Yeah. Um, I don't want to ruin any relationships or friendships that I have. Um, those are some of the most important things to me. Um, just people knowing I'm real and I'm there for you and mm-hmm. you know, I won't leave you out to dry. Right. Um, that that that's a big deal for me. So, I definitely, I definitely need to work on identifying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, as as you've noticed, if you listen to a couple of our shows, we don't have a great answer for anything. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're struggling in the dark, just like everybody else. And yes, uh, like I said, I don't feel like the the answer is the thing. It's just identifying where things are coming from and what they are and then we can deal with them a little bit easier but the the first thing is always the awareness of what we're actually feeling where it's actually coming from what the feeling actually is because like I said, it's, it's easy to for us to fake it and yeah. to gloss it over and come up with some wild explanation that might not be the truth mm-hmm. for ourselves and I, I, I really hope this helps um Anybody, you know, have a better understanding that shit, everybody feels that same way, that insecurity, that resistance, that love, you know, Um, and it's okay. It's normal. It's normal not to have the answers. It's normal not to know how to respond. Um, We want you to share with us any suggestions that you have or, you know. And important to remember, too. Guilt is a feeling we're going to feel, but guilt is a selfish feeling Mm -hmm. because we're not living up to what we think we should be as as an individual. So it's not really about the other person at that point. It's really about how we feel about ourselves. And that by nature is, by definition, is selfish. Mm -hmm. So we're going to feel it. We're humans. We're going to feel it. But just, again, just be aware of what that feeling is when it comes up. It's not actually about the other person. It's about us. And I think if we're always just that raw, awesome honesty with everyone, first of all ourselves, then with our person or whoever we're, we're talking to, who we have the relationship with, we'll always be okay. Mm-hmm. 
think we can end it there, man. Right. That was great. Thank you, E, for your your uh, your question and for writing in. Really, really appreciate it. Um, this has been cool, like just to have people writing in, and and um, you know, we we ended up you know topics that can take us whole whole episodes and and talk about. Uh, it's been been really awesome. So um, we encourage everyone to keep doing that, and we'll uh, even if we don't do a whole episode on it, we'll certainly like take a little little portion of time at the end of of a show and you know break out a couple. Um, but we really, really do appreciate um, everyone's participation and, and being a part of the show. Like I said, it's, it's us talking, but we're really just talking about things that we all feel and we all go through. And, and you know, there's something that's strong for you that we're not aware of that we don't know and include us in. So that wasn't, I don't think that was one that we would have thought of to, to talk about for were we at 45 minutes or so. Yeah. <laughs> but it was awesome. And I, I feel like, you know, I feel like it's beneficial for us um, as individuals uh, just sitting here doing it. And that's awesome. And, and, um, for, for other people too so thank you for for being a part of our show and, and doing this with us we really really appreciate it absolutely um send us any dm or pms on our instagram the present tense, present tense podcast or send us in some emails uh discussion topics at the present tense, present tense podcast am, AM. at gmail.com so there was a bunch of those taken so that was as short as i could make it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the gmail um We've got some. We've got some guests coming on. We do have some for guests. The next you know, couple I, I, episodes I have a as well. Much better appreciation for like bookers for like late night shows and things now because we're trying to just arrange uh, with people to, to come on the show and and those get canceled and changed around a lot. So we we, we do yeah. have some more guests lined up. We promise they uh, they exist and they will be <laughs> here um, hopefully on the on the uh, the next one uh, the next couple maybe yep. we'll have some guests and, and bounce some stuff off of them and if we get some other uh, messages and questions. We'll incorporate their uh, their perceptions and views and opinions on on whatever we get. Yeah, let's have fun with this, guys, man. I mean, this is like Matt said, this is our podcast, us and you. So please let us know anything and right. everything. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Peace and love to you all. Easy.